So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. And welcome to a special edition of the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. It's a show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling on Tuesdays, but also every other day of the week, originating from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame City, Bomb City, USA, Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I am your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Saturday afternoon's live fire fun and frivolity show. We are also simulcasting audibly on Clubhouse. So if you want to hear it, but you don't want to look at it, no problem. You can just go over to the Clubhouse app and check it out there. If you have some questions for my guest that will be on here for the next 30 minutes or so. I'll be happy to add you in through Clubhouse as well. So what are we doing here on a Saturday? Well, when the president of Primo Grills tells you about a great event and a great first-time event that they have going on at their plant in Missouri, and he wants to do a live hit from it, you figure out how to get it done, and I'm happy Nick is taking advantage of the show in this way because it's a different day. It's a special event for them, and now other folks can see what's happening there as well. Plus... I get to interview Nick on some other live fire topics that are going on in the marketplace as well. So without any further ado, we race to the hotline and welcome back. The president of Primo Grills, Nick Bauer, joining me. Hey, Nick. Hey, how's it going? I am happy to have you aboard a special show on Saturday when you reached out. Man, it's been a month or five, six weeks ago and said, hey, we're mm-hmm. thinking about putting on this or we're going to put on this event, but we'd love to figure out a way to incorporate the show to get a little bit of hype around it and share what's going on with everybody else as it's happening. I was like, man, we got to we gotta do this. I would have preferred to have been there in person, but of course, as we both know, I'm not going to be here in Cleveland in a few short hours. We'll be headed east to the ocean, but otherwise, I would have loved to have been out there to, to take part in it. So let's talk a little high level about that. What is happening? Where is it happening? And then we can build in from there. First of all, thank you so much much take taking the time to have me uh as the people can see i'm, I'm currently sitting in, inside the factory every five years we have a a family day day so our, our employees and their families and they tour the factory so we, we did that down here for firms and we also did a a primo bash we call it so first time ever we've invited local uh, primo owners potential primo owners non-primo owners any consumer any primo fans that wanted to come tour our factory and see where the product's made so i'm, I'm sitting right in the middle of the tour so you, you may see people walking behind me because those are people who just wanted to come see the factory uh meet the people who make the grills you know our vendors are here um the employees and the families are here so it's been a been a really nice nice thing how much planning goes into a Primo Bash, especially considering it's 90 years in the making? This has been my idea for a couple of years, and I've verbalized it to my marketing department. And then about four months, I'm like, hey, let's do it. So 
it's it it, it came together quickly and it's our first time so uh we're learning so there'll be more planning when we do it next year but probably three three or four months or so this is the first time we did it's been a great event so between employees and their families and and primo consumers and sales reps and distributors and dealers and vendors we probably have a hundred people here. Uh, we started at nine in the morning and it's two o'clock now. So we'll go a couple more hours. Uh, our, our social media guys are, and, and ladies are cooking. So they're just in lobsters and scallops in the free primo. There's steaks, there's, there's sausages, there's pizza, there's wings. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a great day. From a business side, is this something that if I'm touring the plant and I'm bowled over by how awesome it is. I also have an opportunity to buy something directly, or is it still pushed back through the dealers? Yeah, that's a great question. So there, we actually in where we are in Missouri, there's there's not there's not a dealer within a while. So first time ever, we've actually are selling some of the smaller things. If you want accessories and this and that to to consumers, it's obviously not something we normally do. We're, we're not a, at the moment direct to consumer. Right. So that's also something that we're learning. First time ever taking. So, you know, I love seeing these, these, you know, people walk out with, you know, bags of, you know, boxes of histories and pizza oven accessories right now. Today's to tell a story. And I think the more people who hear about our story, the more successful the brand's going to be. We're constantly getting new listeners. People just might be tooling around social media today and looking at us chat, decide to pop in. They have no idea what Primo Grill is about, but it's even bigger than Primo Grills, as you had mentioned. It's Empire Comfort Systems in 90 years. So how does it all unfold uh, within a definitive period of time? So my story, my family story, uh, we are a U.S.-based manufacturer that was founded by my great-grandfather in 1932. So we've always been North America, and now we have companies up in Quebec City and Virginia and Belleville, Illinois, and Missouri. So now we're in multiple states, multiple countries. But we are North American-based manufacturing. So we produce what we sell. We don't buy it from China and say we're manufacturing when someone else makes it in China or Mexico. So that's our story. And that's why we purchased Primo, because they are also we're the only U.S.-made Kamado, and that's who they are, too. Um, they're not a wholesaler. They don't buy it from a vendor and then sell it to someone else. We, we're the only, to my knowledge, in the world ceramic business that actually makes their own, make their own, they control their own quality. So that's who we are. I, my family has been doing this for 90 years on August 25th, and that's who we'll always be. I don't know if a lot of people understand what that actually means. So when you say you're a U.S. based and the product is manufactured, but then you look at a number of the other ceramic cookers in the market uh, that may or may not lay claim to some type of housing here in the States, like where does it differ? How is it your one way and everybody else is different. So the, the green one, they buy from a, a tile ma manufacturer in Mexico. Uh, the red one comes from the same Kamado factory that sells us five other brands. And there's some out there. So, you know, you know, they say they have their quality control people. So they're sending their employees down there. But this is our factory. You know, right across from me is where the ceramics are, are mixed. It's, it's where the, they're formed. It's where they're film and it's where they're packaged so it's creating american jobs it takes a local force to do that um we believe in in, in u.s space you know the my, my company in quebec gets mad when i say u.s space i have to say north american based manufacturing we believe in creating jobs here not somewhere else nick how is being a part of the family business impacted how you manage the company today so it's, as I tell people, it's the greatest legacy. It's the greatest opportunity. It can be the, the greatest curse. You know, this, 
I forget what's like three or 4% of family businesses make it to the fourth generation. So it's, it's pressure, it's opportunity. It's the, but there's no doubt in my mind that I was put on the earth to do what I do every single day. Uh, up until COVID hit, it didn't even feel like work. And I've been doing this for 15 years now. So of 15 years, maybe two or three actually felt like work. Um, but it's, it's a lot of pressure and it's family business and business is easy. Family businesses are hard. Um, you know, business is just simple. You, you take a problem and you solve a problem you, in families. It's not that simple. So it's, it's the greatest opportunity. It's the greatest challenge. It's, it is all of, of, of the above, but you know, I don't know how many people in this world can say that, that they truly love what they do every day. And I can, so that is what I do, what I do. And this is, I've been doing it 15 years. I'm, I'm 38 years old. I got about another 30 years left. Uh, I just had a daughter. My sister has three kids. In the next 30 years, it's we have from a six-month-old to my niece is turning 10 next week. I hope in the next 30 years to be at one of those four will want to take take my job. And I have 30 years to help them do that transition. Family, I'm sure, plays a big part in this. But what's the best part of running Primo Ceramic Grills? Well, so the grill side of our business is like 10% of our overall sales but it's like 90% of the fun, you know, no one's going to come. Maybe I won't say, I won't say anyone, but you know, we sell tens of thousands of gas logs a year. I don't know if someone wants to see where their, where their, where their gas log is made. Um, maybe wood stoves, people really identify with wood stove brands like those, but, but it's, you know, it's, it's a lot more fun. I mean, we're cooking with our, with, with our friends, we're cooking with our family, we're cooking with our employees, family, you know, we have the guy, he had this lobster that was, that was big, bigger than my arm that we just cooked on a, serve to people so it's social it's that it's just being together in a meal and and having that one-on-one in person time you don't phone you don't have a screen and you're distracted it's that human to human is what i love about primo aside from being u.s based as you said you're right across the street from your mixing of ceramics uh, and then mostly uh, or all north american uh manufacturing is if we include canada as well what makes Primo the best in your mind? Obviously, you're biased, of course. But if there's any way to pull Nick Bauer, president, out, if you're looking at it from a potential consumer side, what do you think puts Primo Grill ahead of some of the other ones? Yeah, so there's there's two main things. Obviously, we, we touched on the uh, on the U.S. based manufacturing. If you would poll our consumers, 95 percent of say it's it's the U.S. based manufacturing and it's the oval shape. So it's that the founder of Primo only wanted to ever do oval got a patent on it 10 plus years ago and it's oval beats round is that's our simple simple tag like we have because your pieces of meat they're not round your briskets are not round you know your hogs not round so it's that oval shape that allows a true two-zone cooking so where we're doing a, a rotisserie on one side direct and we're cooking something else uh, you're doing a brisket uh, you know it's allows that two true a true two-zone cooking the rounds say they can do two-zone cooking but it's they really can't. Not as well as Oval. The first time you were on the show, Nick, you had disclosed to us, quite honestly, I might add, that prior to COVID, you weren't necessarily cooking a lot on the Primo. And actually, that pandemic Zero. forced you to learn the cooker, and then quickly you become a fan. It seems odd that maybe you're running a company with something that maybe you should be using every day. But uh, everybody's different. So it can be a little intimidating, as you had mentioned on the show as well. But now that you are an expert at cooking on the brand that you're also president of, what's your favorite thing to cook? I will never claim I'm, I'm an expert. Watching these guys cook to get today is these guys are experts. 
I'm a gas grill guy. I always been because my family bought Barbara Master 20 years ago. Right. So when I, was, I do steaks, you know, you know we, I do scallops. So he, we just serve bacon scallops. I'm not really the slow cooking guy because maybe I don't have patience. Prime rib, we did chicken wings. We did uh, just that type of stuff. I'm not whole hog or I've, I've, I've never cooked a brisket. Probably awful for me to say, um, but I'm your I'm your guy that has grills so if, if you're out there and you only had gas grills and you know ceramics scare you hell they stay still they scared me too but if i can figure it out anyone can figure it out nick who's your grilling inspiration you know probably my earliest memories of grilling was my dad would would make ribs you know we'd be drinking beer with my dad when way <laughs> younger than, when we weren't 21 and like my best memories of my dad loved ribs nick bauer joining us from Primo Grills, he's the president. They are at the Primo Bash in Poplar Bluff, Missouri, and it's consumers and customers and non-customers, just interested parties and dealers and employees and all that fun stuff. So, and that's going on. Uh, is that, does that go on all day, Nick? Are you getting ready to close down around five or six or what? Yeah, we started at nine. So the, they brought their families first. Primo thing, I think, goes at four or five, but we'll see. You know. If you very rarely, when I tell my friends, you barbecues and it actually ends at six. Uh, so we'll, 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 what happens? Just your overall thought as you're six hours in or so uh, on day one, knowing what we know about the planning, it was been an idea for a couple of years, as you had mentioned before, but now it's executed and actually happening. Um, how, how do you think it's coming off? It's so awesome. I'm having a blast. This is by far the best part of my job. So I've, I've employees I have for. I've met their family members. I've met, you know, the social we've used. I've talked online. One of our vendors. It's like the perfect, amazing blend. You know, the the, the top employees I brought their families and meeting. It's just it, it. This is to me. This is what what makes life and work. And you blend it together with families. This is. I wish we could do this every single weekend. Because um, this is how you really build a culture. And, you know, and this is how you really build something that's going to last for a while. And, we, and we've only been in Missouri now for going on two and a half, three years. So it's a very young culture. It's it's part of we started from zero, zero employees. Now we have about 100 down here and about two and a half years. So it's, it's I wish we could do this every weekend, but it's great. I mean, we're going to we're The plan is to do this, if not every year, every other year. This is the fun part of the job. How is the factory? I know the first time you were on. There was a move incorporated. There was the whole build out, that whole thing. But now that we're into it a couple of years later, how is the new factory working out? And uh, how do you find that investment to be? It's it's great. It's We built this basically only knowing what we're going to do with about 10% of it. It's, it's about a 150,000 square feet. So it's a, I don't know if we were lucky or smart or good planning or just 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 blind luck. But it's it's been... It has allowed us to grow. Okay. So if we would have waited to COVID and the demand and then to build a factory now is almost impossible, mm-hmm. twice as, long as much money. Uh, and um, it's probably going to end up being one of the smartest decisions that I've made in my career. I don't want to keep you too much longer here, but I do want to ask you a business question as we look ahead. As the year turned, Nick, I had talked to a number of other grill manufacturers, dealers, you name it, who said, hey, just so you know, uh, we're starting to see inventory build or our dealers or our retailers that we're supplying 
aren't asking for more stuff to hit the floors because they say they're fine. We're going to start refusing containers to coming over from China because, quite simply, things are starting to burst. And nobody was talking about it at the turn of the year. And now we're at the middle of August. You've seen uh, Danson's do layoffs with Pit Boss. You've seen Traeger reduce their workforce by 14%. I just read a report on Cookout News. Weber has had similar issues. What has it been like for Primo? And perhaps more importantly, what does it look like from today going forward over the next six to 12 months? Yeah, so I, I follow all that information. And it's it's the COVID 300% double 2X crazy demand is, is definitely peaked and is not there anymore. Um, so we're now into market share. You know, Primo the very percentage of the market. I didn't see this coming. They weren't paying, you know, you look at Weber and they're relatively flat for 10 years. They're up 60. They project that's statistically that's not going to happen. So if, if people for this see this coming, well, that's shame on them. It's now it's time to get, get, get back to work and get out there and sell. Nick is the president of Primo Grills. They're having Primo Bash right now in Poplar Bluff, Missouri. Nick, I won't keep you any longer. Certainly appreciate the time you've given to the show here today just to talk about it, give us a little insight, and continued success with the rest of the day. And we'll have you back on the big show again here real soon to recap. And thank you so much. And if anyone wants to come, we'll do it uh, So just follow our social media. We'll try to give more than two or three up on a date like we did this year so and hope hope to see you next uh, appreciate it all right thanks nick appreciate you coming on there he is nick bauer the president of primo grill primogrills.com is the website of course and if you are out in the general vicinity of poplar bluff and you know where the manufacturing facility is Stop in. It sounds like, I mean, it's 3.30 here Eastern, so it's 2.30 there. So they got at least a couple hours going. And as Nick said, who knows? He's never been at a barbecue where it's had a definitive end time. And it's actually stopped at that definitive end time. So they might be hanging out a little longer than that. So good look again at the history of Empire Comfort Systems, how Primo Grill wraps into that. Did you remember or recall they also own Royal Master? Yeah, Gas Grill, right. And then recapping the great event that's going on today. Well, once again, would love to be there in person, but maybe next year, depending on what the schedule looks like. We'd love to get out there and do a live remote just like this. Don't forget, we got a brand new, really big barbecue show coming up this Tuesday. Stephen Reichlin is in. Mike Lang is in. Susie Bullock is in. And believe it or not, Rod Gray will make his first appearance as CEO Casey of the KCBS next Tuesday as well. So stay tuned for that. Follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on all the social media platforms. And how do I always leave? September 11, 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, this is your program host, the proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.